At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. With your host, Lauren Weissman. This is a fully licensed theme song for the show about stuff that makes you say, Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. okay. When should you ask for a sponsorship or endorsement deal? This is episode 66 of Wait, What? Really? Okay. I'm your host of the last 65 episodes, Lauren Wiseman, and today we're hitting on a point whether you're looking for a long-term endorsement uh, in any field. I came up in music and, you know, the endorsement thing was a big deal or a sponsorship for an event, for a program, for a building, for a business, any of that. The biggest hurdle that people run into is the selfish one. They see this as, okay, it would be really cool to get X, Y, or Z and get them to sponsor me, and I'll just mention them on social media, okay? How does that differentiate you, though, from somebody else that uses that product, purchases that product, and at the same time might say nice things about that product without, you know, getting sponsored? In getting that sponsorship and looking for an endorsement deal, you've got to bring something to the table that showcases how you getting money, you getting a service, you getting something for free is going to pay for that. And then for that matter, tenfold. These people that say, okay, well, I'm going to advertise you on my social media and I have tens of thousands of friends. Well, how many are actually paying attention? How many are actually reading your posts and in your way of advertising Is that anything effective? Taking the time to look at what you have, what you can do, what you need, and then on that less ego scale, but more of a, how can I help somebody else? Now you're taking the first steps toward a potential sponsorship. To go out on some book tour, we'll use book tour for example, and say, well, I want all these rooms for free, and I'm going to say that I'm going to only stay in, let's say, Hilton Hotels. And that was one of the things that I did on on my second book tour. That's not enough. Anybody that's traveling around can do that. How are you promoting? How are you making that book and that continued marketing to be worth that amount of money? It's the same thing with a vehicle. It's the same thing even with a cash sponsorship. What are you laying out for a groundwork? What are you laying out for a marketing plan to make it worth their while to get behind you? The number one thing, I said it in the very beginning here, the number one thing is the selfish ticket. It's this idea of, well, I can get a hold of these people and I need what they have, but people don't go into thinking about what you can deliver that they don't have. Take the time to plan that out. Take the time to look at, you know, look at a blueprint and state, okay, I'm going to bring in X person for cash dollars or I'm going to bring in this furniture company or a toy company or a food store or a car dealership, any of these things and figure out some kind of marketing pitch or plan 
that would allow them to do something in a little bit of a different way. I have one client we're going to be talking to. Uh, uh, it's a children's, I don't want to name the brand, although everyone probably knows it. It's a, it's a children's store and a baby store. And inside of this uh, series of events that we're going to do, I came up with a concept around doing a baby carriage, baby stroller detail. So, you know, as opposed to seeing people detailing their cars, it's someone detailing their strollers. Now, you've got a whole bunch of parents, and this is going to be hitting toward the family market, this event. And it's a little bit different because no one's really ever done a stroller detail event. We're going to have people detailing the strollers. I mean, yeah, most people are keeping them pretty clean, but they can get dirty if you have a baby. And inside of that, the marketing that that can potentially create because something different is occurring, that makes it a little bit more fun. There's another event where it's kind of a a, a ripoff almost of the Comcast uh, ads where these people, you know, you get to sit on these amazing couches. It represents you sitting at home, but they have a couple of these couches out at NFL and, and Major League Baseball games. So for this speaking series, we're getting a furniture company to get involved, bring these beautiful couches. They'll be raffled off. But at the same time, it's a marketing event that from the press release to videos that can be made to blogs to images going up across social media, it allows them to stand out and hit a different hit a different venue, hit a different avenue of people with something artistic. That's why bringing in that marketing touch, bringing in that marketing punch of how you're representing or presenting a potential sponsor in a different way makes you that much more interesting and gives you that much. In a sense, you're creating different marketing and fresh marketing that maybe the marketing team of this given company that you're looking for a sponsorship deal or endorsement deal from has not seen or done before. <clears throat> in the in the world of endorsements, when I was drumming, it was always presenting a plan of stating, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to highlight the gear that I'm using. This is where I'm going to put thank yous on albums. This is, this is my plan for today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. And while I wasn't the most high caliber or high profile guy, the efforts that I put in, because I didn't quite have that name, it balanced it out. There are also a lot of different levels of deals when it comes to endorsement deals, when it comes to sponsorship deals. It's not top-notch or nothing. You can get discount. You can get basic price. You can get larger discounts. You can work your way up through the chain in a lot of different situations. And at the same time, that can be some of the most authentic and authority building for you because you're proving yourself and you're proving that you're worth more. And worth more to them because you're helping to profile, promote, or sell their product that much more. And in turn, you're being paid by getting certain product or getting certain levels of sponsorship or getting certain money. Making sure that you connect those dots is everything. And it surprises me. I've said it three times already. It just surprises me how people, they forget that. Well, look at me. Well, look at my following. If you're doing so great and all this stuff is here, why can't you just go in there and buy it? Now, that's not knocking someone that's not trying to be mean if you're not quite at a certain level or maybe your budget is somewhere else. But if they're not knocking on down on, on your door to say, let, let us give you free stuff or let us sponsor you, then you've got to figure a way that when you knock on their door, they're going to want to listen. 
And it brings you to the next, the next thing about intention and perception. And I bring that up a lot. The concept of where your intentions are against the perceptions that you may be giving off and not even intentionally realizing you may be sounding like everyone else. A lot of people want endorsements, especially in the music business. A lot of people want sponsorships. So think on any given day for that sponsorship that you want. Just think right off the bat that maybe 20 other people have called looking for the same exact amount, maybe less, maybe more. So how are you going to be remembered? What can you do or what can you add to the picture to be that much more memorable? I talked to a guy yesterday. He, um, he was selling cars through a rental, a rental car group. And he talked about sending, and people had that, that negative connotation of a, a, a bad car if it's been a rental car. He sent out, uh, I think he said a couple dozen lemons in boxes. This is the last lemon you'll receive from me. I thought that was genius. It is genius. That idea of just standing out. And that, I mean, that was just a marketing concept. That wasn't necessarily for a sponsorship. But inside of that, that's memorable. And people came back. And just as some people said no, and why the hell did you send me a lemon? Other people came back asking what he had for inventory. You're going to get a lot of no's, especially when you're asking for a sponsorship. And it's key inside of that to stay positive, to make not necessarily turn that no into a yes. And don't go into some traction, uh, you know, that those those telemarketer hit the three asks um, and really annoy people. I don't know if you ever experienced that. I used to toward the end of of those spam calls I say, look, let's skip right to the end. I'm not doing this. Let's just hang up nicely and say goodbye to each other. I don't want to hear the next two asks. But. You know, coming back to that, coming back to the main idea here, let that no leave with a good vibe, with a good smell, with a good tempo. Let them, I mean, maybe they will get on your radar and keep an eye and where it could be a no right now, it could be a yes down the line. Certain situations, okay, you might go to a different brand. You're looking for some kind of hotel sponsorships for an event series that you're doing and you get a no here then, yeah, okay, so you might go to another one. Or is it a situation where they want to keep an eye on you and it might be a little bit better to say, okay, I'm going to see if I can go find people that will sponsor to bring in these speakers or these people to stay at a given hotel. And I'm going to make sure that the next 10 events, we're going to pay or get the sponsorship from somewhere else so they stay here. That, in a sense, becomes proof of concept. That, in a sense, also shows that you're sitting there, you're working, you're trying to build a relationship. Just as you want to build relationships and work, you want to build those relationships in potential sponsorships. If you have the ability to find money elsewhere, to find other sponsorships for some of your bigger things, and you 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 use the same hotels, you use the same rental vehicles, whatever it is, and you showcase, hey... I'm using your stuff, I'm getting money, or I'm spending my own money to do that. And then that revisit of, I know we talked three months ago or six months ago, here's what we've been doing with you. Maybe at that point, you bring it up another, you've brought it up another level. And at that point, someone says, okay, they're spending a lot of money here. Maybe Maybe from a marketing standpoint, this can work. It's a great way to look at building relationships. 
And while, yeah, it'd be nice if they could give it to you from the start with certain people and with some of the bigger organizations or bigger companies to show that you're using their company and you're using them exclusively, it can be a really good idea. On the other hand of that, if it just looks like you're jumping from ship to ship to ship to ship, it makes you look like less of a safe bet and it makes it look like you're just, you're just going to wherever somebody will support you. Showcase the quality in the potential sponsorship, in the potential endorsement. I remember talking about it in The Artist's Guide to Success in the Music Business, uh, my second book that was focused mainly on the music industry. The, these people saying, I will play your instrument if you give me this. It's, you know, what, what, what a great opener of, okay, so you haven't played this, and now I'm supposed to give that to you. I mean, even, even early on, some of the tricks that we had were renting or borrowing that gear to sh- at least showcase, you know, that we were using it, even if that was a little bit of a farce. But still, it opened up the door to some level of validity. So look at potential sponsorships on a couple different levels. The other thing to think about is, as on a smaller level, what, what is it about your plan to market that's going to allow someone to say, wow, to sponsor behind this, it's going to help me. When you discuss about going just so bare bones and inside of that bare bones is, how is that going to market? How is that going to market that potential sponsor? Going to certain sponsors and these would be some of the cash sponsors and stating, I'm looking for X. Well, that seems like a lot. Well, we're going to go to this media. We're going to do these ads online. We're going to buy a little bit of television. We might hit this. We're grabbing a publicist for a month. Boom, boom, boom. Here's a, here's a wider list of advertising options, and we can put your name at the front of it or for this amount on the top of it. So you'll be a part of all those ads. In a sense, going to that next level and showcasing that higher level than just the bare bones scraping by oftentimes is going to get a sponsor that much more interested. It goes back to that idea that it's easier to get $100,000 than it is for, you know, to get $10,000. And the reason being, if all you need is 10 and then you're getting that 90 to market, to promote, to do all these things, okay, that looks like a safer bet than somebody that's just finishing a product or finishing a book or building a business and right there it's pop, stop. What markets it? What gets it out there? This same concept goes with these sponsors. When you come to them explaining how you're putting some of that marketing into marketing or how you're putting that money into marketing and showcasing that their name is going to get out there that much more, then they're interested or they're going to be more interested. When when you're doing some of this fly-by-night stuff, sometimes it's better to find the friends and fly-by-night because it's going to be a little bit more challenging because people are going to come back and state, okay, where does this benefit? How are you getting my name out somewhere where my name isn't out? How are you reaching people that I'm not reaching? How is this going to benefit if I'm giving you a dollar, if I'm giving you however much? And again, by thinking about that, by taking that mindset, by, by thinking, okay, how am I helping them? It helps you set up that better, that better approach. Here's how I'll ask. I, you know what? I got a better idea now. And in that, you're coming off that much more professional. You're coming off that much stronger. You're going to be making the conversion, hopefully, to a conversion to an opportunity, a conversion to a sponsorship, a conversion to a potential endorsement. So the, the end all be all in this 
is think about, and it's not some super, there's no super secret trick in this. It's you figuring out a personalized pitch, whether it's for money, whether it's for a service, whether it's for a free item, and thinking about how by doing that, it's going to help them as much as it's going to help you, if not help them more. In taking that mindset, you're going to see a lot more sponsorships and you're going to see a lot more opportunities. Also, inside of taking that mindset, remember, there are a lot of other people asking for the exact same thing. Keep that in mind, too. Keep that in mind when it comes to your pitch. How are you creating a pitch, an invite that's standing out from these other people that are in a lot of ways saying the exact same thing? And even if you're not saying that exact same thing, Sometimes the the perception, it comes off that way. So really spending the time to hone that pitch, to think about what that company has, what that product is, how that can benefit you, but especially how it can benefit them, it brings you that much closer and it brings you that much more along for a potential sponsorship. At the same time, finding those other people or spending the money to build relationships, that's a great way to go too. Don't burn every bridge. Once somebody says no, you might not necessarily want to go ask the next person, the next person, the next person. Maybe for that brand or that type of item, you might want to wait. And then at the same time and last thought, be good to your sponsors. Be good to the people that helped you out in the past. Don't just forget them. The more that you bring them up, or, or even if it's just for a single event and you bring something back or you talk about their restaurant, something that isn't even inside of your agreement or inside of your plan, it leaves that good taste in their mouth. It leaves them wanting to stay connected and it shows the respect that you've shown for them. And so who knows that they might respect your requests in the future and for other projects to come. So get creative, stay individualized. Don't necessarily jump from one business to the next business to the next business. See about different ways where you end up doing more for them than they're actually doing for you. And in that, in that honor, they're going to do that much more. And they're going to put the word out about you so you can reach that many more people. And you can build that many more sponsorships. And you can make that many more connections to make whatever your business, product, event, or whatever that much better. Wait, Wait, what? what? Really? Really? Okay. Okay. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.